dozen roses, glass of wine, slippers and PJs, feeling fine. Advice is nice. It's advice by the fireplace. With Dan, Lila, Karen. CJLO. 1690 a.m. It's 5 p.m. On a Wednesday afternoon. We're in beautiful Montreal, Quebec, Canada. All of those pieces of information can only mean one thing. It's time for advice by the fireplace. I'm your host, Dan Lila. I host the show every week. We ignore the letters that tell the show to get a new host. It's me. This is the show where we answer advice questions sent in by our listeners. Well, the internet. But once or twice, it's listeners. Either way, they're all real. I bring on a very special guest usually a comedian. This week is no exception. Comedian, we have a multi-hyphenate this week, but that's for later. Thanks for coming back, listening to another episode, or thanks for giving this one a shot. Hope you had a good week. I had a good week. I've been working on my impressions. This is my impression of Gwen Stefani closing a Word document on her computer. This is Gwen Stefani closing a Word document on her computer. Don't save. Thank you. That took up most of my week, honestly. Coming up with that, and I'll tell you what, a week well spent. Uh, I hope you're having a week well spent. I hope you're relaxing. I hope you're taking a bath with lavender-scented bath salts or showering with delicious vanilla shower sugar. I hope you're lighting candles. Ah, not too many. This isn't a satanic blood sacrifice. You can put the candles anywhere you want, but no pentagrams. You don't want to summon a half man, half ram. I hope you uh, put on some calm music, something that eases your soul. If you're listening to the radio, keep it away from the bathtub. I beg of you. I hope you're drinking a beautiful glass of wine, maybe a Cabernet, or um, an Ubernet. Who are we kidding? Nobody takes cabs anymore. Maybe a Zinfandel. Hey, hey, dude, you're getting a Zinfandel. Remember that? I hope whatever you're doing, you're doing it, and you're happy. That's what I hope. (laughs) Some say I'm a fool for hoping. You know what? Some say... Hope is for horses. No, sorry, that's hay. Hay is for horses. 
Hope. Hope. Hope there. That's what people say, right? Hey, you know, I saw Jeff. <laughs> he didn't even say hope to me. Ignored me. Anyway. I guess what I'm, I guess what I'm talking about is self-care, isn't it? Sure feels like self-care. <laughs> when I'm sad, alone, at home, and I eat six dozen donuts, self-care. That'll make me feel better now, right? Two honey crullers, two apple fritters, two Boston creams. <laughs> Was that specificity a creative flight of fancy or from personal experience? Ah, you'll never know. Feels like self-care not to go out, right? Stay home with my cats. Watch my crushes' Facebook stories and fall asleep to the sounds of your own gut digesting the awful food you got delivered and scarfed down in two bites. You're saving money by no drinking, no Ubers. Oh, the crowds, the noise. Oof, self-care, right? Stay home, self-care. Hmm. I'm trying to do things for self-care. And you know what that means? That means going out. Putting myself in a situation, I don't know what's going to happen. But I know it'll be good for me. I'm doing things for me lately. Out of the house. I recently got a deep tissue massage. Uh, on Zoom. That one wasn't out of the house. That was in my living room. I didn't like it. He lit some incense. I couldn't smell it. Why was it on Zoom? I'm trying to get out of the house. He said it was because of COVID, but I've seen him around at bars and stuff. I think he just didn't want to touch me, honestly. If I'm honest. I did a Reiki healing massage. You know, it's all about energy. They told me to keep my eyes closed. They never touched me. Took an hour. Honestly, I'm not sure anyone was even in the room after a few minutes, okay? I think I heard some scurrying around. What it might have been rats crawling around the walls. This massage was not on Zoom. It was in the basement of an abandoned factory. So I, the rats were there. Also, I did cupping therapy. Self-care. Do you know cupping? You know cupping? <laughs> Leaves those big, dark, purple... Circular bruises. I know some athletes do it. I saw Gwyneth cupped. I saw Gwyneth cupped. And she's gooping, so. Cupping, for those who don't know, you go in. You take your shirt off. This is what I did when I when I did cupping. You go on. You go in, you take your shirt off, you lie down. And then they take these big glass round cups. And they start a little fire. <clears throat> and with the fire, uh, they burn all your money. Because it's useless. Didn't really help. Expensive. Not great. Goop, you stirred me wrong again. Stirred me. <laughs> you stirred me wrong. Now the dough won't rise. I'm still treating myself. I, bought, I, I uh, recently bought myself an edible arrangement. Mm. Yum. My mouth is watering just remembering that arrangement. Yum, yum, that was delicious. Unfortunately, they were, uh, they were out of fruit. So I just ended up buying, uh, you know, a dozen regular roses. And I ate those roses. It was so good. I ate them up good. The, thor the thorns hurt going down and coming out. But honestly, it was worth it. Yum, yum. 
as another little self-care moment, I bought myself some fancy, uh, expensive deodorant. And um, I ate that deodorant up. Um, it was so good. Um, bit it off like a popsicle. Um. Whatever it is you do, I hope you do it with kindness. And I hope you take care of yourself like I did. I'll tell you what, people are cruel sometimes. This world can be rough. Not what you expected. And honestly, you need someone in your corner. You need someone treating you right. Someone rubbing your head. Telling you you're sexy. Telling you you're smart. Telling you you don't need anything else. You're incredible just the way you are. And that, that supportive voice, that person in your corner, hmm, might as well be you. Because you ain't leaving. And if you're nice to yourself, maybe others will follow. Hmm. Hmm. It's almost as if if you say hmm after something, it makes it sound a tiny bit smarter. Hmm? Here at CJLO 1690 AM, we're doing self-care. I care every day. Self, that is. And you know what? You know what's self-care? Bringing on an incredible guest in a few minutes. Because I could bring on a dud. All right? I could bring on what the studio tells me to bring. Hey, your corporate mandate, your corporate, your corporate mandated guest. I can't talk. The, the, my bosses have weird speeches. <laughs> All right, look. All I'm trying to say is, before I had a breakdown, good guests are self-care. This next guest is incredible. So we're going to go to a break in a, in a minute. We're going to hear some ads. We're going to hear some promos for other wonderful shows here at CJLO 6090 AM. And we'll be right back with an incredible guest. More me. I won't say incredible me. I was going to say an incredible guest, incredible advice questions, an incredible host. But I'm humble. That's for others to uh, say. <laughs> We'll see. So let's do it. We'll be right back here at Advice by the Fireplace, CJ Lowe, 1690. We'll see you soon. Hey there. In need of some new content? Wanting to expand your music taste in rock, indie, and dreamy pop? Well, then join me, Andrea Lukasher, every Sunday from 3 to 4 for Melodramatic, where I discuss new artists, new albums, and interview local bands. So sit back, relax, and enjoy dreamy tunes on Sunday afternoons. I was more than just a coward. I was handsome too. I felt nothing when your flood came down. Dozen roses, glass of wine, slippers and PJs feeling fine. Advice is nice. It's advice by the fireplace. With Dan, Lila, Karen. 
CJLO1690 AM is looking for beta testers for our new app, You'll Listen, developed as part of our Mapping Montreal Music audio documentary series. You'll Listen is an immersive audio and physical experience where you, the user, collect audio gems as you walk through Montreal's boroughs. Use your iPhone to unlock field recordings, original compositions, and interviews with big players in the Montreal music scene by visiting significant landmarks across the city. And more features will be added to the app as we expand into our second phase of our project. To join the beta testing team, visit us at mmm.cjlo.com. That's triple m.cjlo.com. And you can send your feedback and suggestions via email to manager at cjlo.com. CJLO1690. We're back. And I accidentally played my opening theme song during the break. Oops. Sorry about that. Hopefully you liked hearing it again. <laughs> and hopefully my guest will forgive my slight panic when I called her on the phone. Let me introduce her now. I am so excited to bring on my special guest this week, uh, writer, comedian, journalist, incredible woman, incredible person, and a friend. Give it up for the one, the only, Alana Belfer. Hello, Alana. Hello. How are you? Thank you for having me. Oh, oh I'm great. I'm so excited to be here. I've been, I've been Googling how to give advice all day, uh, so I'm ready. That's what I like to hear. The guest comes prepared. I'm so prepared. Um, I have to, let me just apologize on air for <laughs> uh, freaking out when I called you. Again, played my theme song accidentally. I'm sorry. I don't know if you heard that. You're a true professional. You were like calm, cool, and collected. I didn't notice a thing. But now you have exposed yourself to me and all your listeners. But, uh, oh well. This show is about honesty. And honestly... I mess up sometimes. <laughs> we all do. We all do. That's very nice. So let me ask you, Alana, you've given advice before, I'm sure. Sure, I've given advice. I might have even given some advice to you one time. I don't know. Mm, you don't even remember because it's, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's... You do it so often. So often. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Are you prepared to put it out, put it all on the line? Excuse me. I'm just so excited. We got some good <laughs> questions. You know, I saved some good questions for you. Uh, we're going to get real. Are you, are you prepared to really dig in the dirt today? Yes, because I will say like 90% of the advice I give is just like me regurgitating stuff my therapist has said to me. Mm. So I do feel like, you know, maybe that's cheating a bit, but it is also like, you know, secondhand professional. So that's pretty good, I think. Oh, absolutely. And look, unless your therapist specifically says, don't pass off what I say mm. as your advice, I think you're in the free and clear, you know? True. I mean, I paid for it. So it's kind of like I own it. Is that how copyright <laughs> yes, works? Yes, 100%. You even own the things. Oh, absolutely. You own the things in that office for that oh, hour yeah. that you're there. I took there. a stapler last week. And sure, you got to bring it back when it's somebody else's hour. But for that hour, you staple away. <laughs> all right. Look, let's get into this. We only have, we have three questions. <clears throat> and they're coming from all over the world. Um, let us 
tarry no further? Is that the expression? I've never heard tarry no further. What hmm. what does that make you think of? Is that close to an actual expression that exists? <laughs> it makes me think of a guy, a teacher I know named Terry, and mm. I didn't enjoy his class, so I didn't want him to go any further. So it makes sense. Terry, if you're listening, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not me, Terry. Stop, uh, stop stopping. Go further. Terry, no further. Anyway, let's just start. That's what I should have said. Let's start. Okay. This, this first letter is coming in from Janice Janice, uh, all the way from Duck Quack, New Hampshire. Mm. So this is just just south south of the border from where we are. Uh, Janice Janice says this. <clears throat> Dear advice by the fireplace. I'm in love. We are co-workers and work remotely. We've never met in person. I'm 28. He's 39. We spend hours on the phone. We have a deep connection. This has been going on for a few months. He tells me he loves me and wants to be with me. He has a long-time girlfriend, but he isn't happy. He plans to break up with her, but he's stuck right now. He says she's unstable and he's worried she'll hurt herself. She has issues with jealousy. He said they don't sleep together anymore. Do I wait for him? Love, Janice Janice. All the way from Duck Quack, New Hampshire. Wow. Wow. Okay. Starting strong. There are, there are so many issues going on that I don't even know where to begin. Put your gloves um, on. Let's do this. All right. I mean, I think first of all, this person probably had like a traumatic childhood, Janice, because her parents decided to name her Janice Janice. Um, <laughs> and stable people do not name their kids Janice Janice. So I think already that's probably why she's willing to accept mm. Uh, a love beneath what she deserves. That's a very good point because you're. I, I didn't say it on radio, but you're never going to believe what her middle name is. Is it Janice? You bet. Wow. This, wow. this, okay. this a triple, lady's had a, a tough triple time. Janice. We yeah. got a triple Janice on our hands. Yes. Three T. I mean three. <laughs> the T was for <laughs> triple. I know how to spell. Plus in French. Thank you. Wee <laughs> wee. Oui, oui. Um. Okay. Let's start again from the top. I'm in love. We're co-workers yeah. and work remotely. We've never met in person. I mean, that's not necessarily going to keep love from happening, right? I'm still on board, I, technically, right? I mean, a lot of people do meet online nowadays, mm -hmm. for sure. Uh, and yeah, they could meet and they could hit it off. But uh, you, the thing is, to say you're in love when, you have, or when you've never met someone, that's already getting a little bit of ahead of, ahead of yourself. Yes. Think? Well, they've had deep conversations on the phone i think is it official she's not being catfished unless it's uh you know geez unless you got an actor and everything but they can i assume because their co-workers work remotely is a right. zoom on I, so, i'm assuming they've seen each other's faces it's interesting that she said on the phone and not on zoom though because a lot yeah if it's just on the phone it might just be voice calls uh i don't know what kind of company this is I'm assuming if it's remote, they're going to be working on Zoom and on video calls and stuff, so they would have seen each other. And it would have to be a pretty elaborate catfish if they're, like, you know, at work and the guy has a fake identity to even work there. Um, That's true. That, that really is an elaborate catfish. Yeah, I'm just scared of being catfished. So any online interaction, I think, catfish? Yeah. And, like, half of the time it really is a catfish. I don't mean, like, a fish. I mean, it is actually somebody... 
pretending because the internet it's the wild west yeah that's, that's true i i like to say i like to just put on do a reverse catfish kind of where i my bio says i'm actually a 65 year old obese man from iowa mm. but then i'm actually just my normal self yeah that's <laughs> reverse catfishing is still catfishing okay you're right don't All get right. it Thank back you. to janice Back to, <laughs> I, forgot, I completely <laughs> forgot. So look, he tells me he loves me and wants to be with me. His long time, he has a long time girlfriend, but he isn't happy. Hmm. Well, Ooh. red flag. Yeah. For me, that's the first big flag. Oh, really? Hmm. Hmm. The biggest. That's the biggest red flag for sure. He has a girlfriend. So, you know, even if he's not happy and he does want to eventually leave the girlfriend for Janice, mm-hmm. um, this is a man who is willing to uh, be kind of emotionally cheating or whatever you want to call it while in a relationship. So if he's doing it to this person, there's a chance he's going to do it to Janice somewhere down the line. Mm-hmm. Once unless a, not cheater, unless. but once an emotional cheater, always an emotional cheater. I would say so, unless they're in some sort of open, emotionally open, mm. non emotionally non monogamous relationship and they've discussed it and it's ethical, you know. Mm. Well, I mean, apparently he has plans to break up with her, but he's stuck right now. Sounds like. Sounds like that's not what's happening. Sounds like uh, this ethical mo- non monogamy. Uh uh-uh. uh. Sounds like he's doing something he shouldn't. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And I do things, hmm. and I, I'm only for people doing things they should, okay? I'm just going to take a stand. You're a real should man, I, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fast forward to the end, and then we can go back. Her final question, do I wait for him? Janice, Janice, no, you do not. Am I wrong? Is that too, is I, that too cr- cruel of me? I completely agree with you, Dan. Mm. Uh... Mm. No, you shouldn't wait. You shouldn't wait. Uh, I think this guy's bad news. Uh, I think, you know, he's probably not, if he's not leaving now, he's probably not going to leave. You know, go go on, go live your life. Uh, If he, live your life and see what happens. If he comes back and everything changes and like, you know, miraculously things get better, you know, you can kind of reevaluate them. But I say in the meantime, just live your life. That's great advice. Just live that life. So it's going to be awkward. They work together. Um, how do you how do you how do you navigate this? So you just kind of check out. You smile. Maybe do you stop with the phone calls? What do you What do you suggest Janice do next week? Yeah, I I would hope she didn't say if they're like on a lot of the same projects or things like that. So That's hopefully. True. Hopefully it's easy to avoid. Uh, definitely stop with the personal phone calls. Mm. Uh, luckily, yeah, remote work. It's like just turn off your camera one day, or you know, mm. just put Very your true. status on. Do not disturb. I'm away. Yeah. Uh, he'll never know. Get get somebody else to come over. Pop in the frame. Hey, everybody. Make him jealous. No, okay, no, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. That could be. That's an interesting <laughs> idea. Hire a really hot model. Yeah. To come and sit in the, or just walk by and go, oops, didn't know you were working, didn't know you were in a meeting, and that will make him really jealous. Yeah. You know what, Janice? Uh, I'll do it. You say <laughs> hire a hot model, I'm available, okay? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to laugh, Daniel. Yeah, hmm, but you did. 
You did. Okay. So I think that's it. I mean, do I wait for him? I say Janice, no. I agree. Uh, live your life. Go out there. You're a wonderful lady. You don't need this. Uh, I'm going to say it. I don't like him. He's a lame. I don't like this. So I want to break up, but I can't. What a trope. You know what I mean? One day, yeah. baby. Meet me at this hotel room. I'll break yeah. up with her one day, baby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, right? Yes, I've this seen is a movies. tale as old as time. It's a tale as old as time. And let me just add, baby. Okay, let's move on. Good luck, Janice. We love you. We love you. This next letter is coming in from Pimothy Plopsmith. Uh, all the way from Scrunt Lake. Wow, Scrunt Lake. We all, uh, a lot of fans in Scrunt Lake. Lovely. Yeah, can I just ask you something? Because I'm, I'm a fan of the show. Oh, lovely. I... Always, always nice to meet a fan. Yeah, I, and I noticed you got a lot of letters from Scarlet Lake. We're very lucky. Do you ever just wonder, like, what is, is there something going on in Scarlet Lake? Why, like, such a large percentage of the population just, like, desperately needs advice all the time? I'll be honest, uh, Alana, I try not to look a gift horse in the mouth. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, so You just hit, why did uh, Jerry Lewis hit so hard in France? You know, mm. uh, why did this guy, Rick Astley, have to go to Europe for a while? Why am I so big in Scrunt Lake? These are the these are the showbiz questions that just can't be answered. Right. I'm just worried for the people of Scrunt Lake. Like, is it like a supernatural? Like, is it like a spooky, like, I don't know, like a Twilight Zone town or. But uh, you're right. You're right. Let's just just keep those letters I, coming. <laughs> There are whispers that it is a spooky Twilight Zone town, but mm. uh, I like to think more positively. I, I like to just think they're fans. Um, mm. But you're right. Maybe there's some real problems happening in Scrunt Lake. There, there's at least one because uh, Pimothy Plopsmith has one problem. I'll tell you that. I'm going to read this letter uh, from Scrunt Lake. Shout out to... <laughs> I also shout out Scrunt Lake a lot, so maybe that's part of it. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm very kind to the people there. Anyway, here we go. Dear Dan Lila and Alana Belfer. Wow. Must have known you were coming. Wow. Incredible. <clears throat> In my freshman dorm, I had two roommates who were into pretty much everything I was. We had a blast. This year, I've got a roommate who is a shy nerd who never wants to do anything with me or anyone else for that matter. I feel weird having friends in to hang out, especially girls, because he's always in the room killing my buzz. I want to be able to feel comfortable with the person I have to live with. I even asked about swapping, but was told that the best I can hope for is doing that next semester. When there should be more rooms available. Sorry. How do I survive in the meantime with Mr. Dull? Love, Pimothy Plopsmith from Scrunt Lake. Hmm. Ooh. Ouch. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. the wild college years. Yeah, it just does. It is kind of clear that it's coming from a college student because I feel like it, when you get older, you're less mean to nerds. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> kind of grow out of that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, if you're like a dweeb, maybe you're less mean to nerds. I don't know. Tough guys like me, we always, I, uh, I'll never stop noogieing. Is all I'm saying. All right. But yeah, this is definitely in the freshman dorm, and now this seems like year two of college. Uh, has been a real wake-up call for little Pimothy. 
Yeah, because it's just he doesn't really say anything else negative about the roommate. All he says is that he's lame, he's a nerd, he doesn't really like to do things. But, like, you know, we've all had, I mean, most of us, I would think, have had bad roommates before. And mm-hmm. for me, like, that's almost an ideal roommate. Like, just stay, just sit over there, be quiet, and don't touch my stuff. That's amazing versus a roommate who's always coming to ask you, hey, what do you, so, let's say someone who you find annoying and they're saying, hey, what are you doing? Can I join you all the time? Mm. Or they're, you know, taking your food or they're not washing the dishes or like something like that. Like that's a real problem. But a nerd, I don't, I don't know. I completely agree. I mean, just let's get that out of the way right now. This issue, it must be, look, I'm empathetic to everybody. Pimothy, this is not easy for you, but it could be much worse, you know? A quiet bore? That's better than some of these monsters I've lived with, okay? I've lived with some real chatterboxes. <laughs> so I'm just saying, you're right, it could be worse, but I think, honestly, it sounds like, because again, if you're, uh, we're, we're all about empathy on the show, sounds like maybe Pimothy should reach out a little bit more. Mm, I, I, something, something came up to me. You know, um, I had two roommates who were pretty much into everything I was. Well, maybe, Mr. Plopsmith, maybe you should find an interest in what your new roommate is into. Hmm. My hands are up. Uh, My hands are up in the studio as if I just said some real revelation. Hmm. Wow. Revelationary. Um, Yeah. No, I think that is a good point, actually. That's a really good point. Like... Uh, why doesn't Timothy just, doesn't sound like he's really giving him a chance. So why doesn't he, maybe, maybe this roommate is just shy and Timothy can make a little bit more of an effort to ask, well, what do you like doing? You know, and maybe he can, yeah, I don't know what, what Timothy's into. Uh, if it's innocent, like reading manga or something, great, Mm. give it a shot. Maybe Timothy, maybe the roommate is a weirdo, you know, maybe he's into like, I don't know, I don't know, I was going to say serial killers, but like everyone is actually into that right now, so it would be weird. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Maybe he's into uh, the music of serial killers. Mm, That's weird. Or the art, the art of mm, serial killers. Exactly, all over the walls. Yeah, bloody blood on the walls, that would be creepy. That would would be creepy. (laughs) I would uh, think Timothy would mention that in the letter. Timothy should have also maybe. I'm I sorry to interrupt. In it is script. spelt with a P. Timothy. Uh, oh my bad. That's okay. <laughs> Saying it wrong the whole time. That's all right. Please I'm sure Timothy gets me. it all the time. Please excuse me, Timothy. <laughs> uh, sincere apologies. Um, yeah, maybe Timothy should take like a descriptive essay writing class to write better letters because we need more details. <laughs> Maybe you could do that together. That's a great idea. Maybe maybe mm. the roommate is an English student, and this is something he can help him. Yeah. It could be a project they work on together. I think that's a great point you bring up, though, in terms of you go, hey, uh, roomie, I, w- there's a rager tonight at the cool uh, lady sorority house. You want to come? And then your roommate goes, no, I'm not really into that kind of thing. So maybe next time you say, hey, exactly, I'm going to read manga. You know, I'm going to read my commie books, comic, not communist. I try to shorten things and then sometimes it gets me in trouble. Uh, And then you go, oh, hey, maybe instead of uh, suggesting you go to a rager, maybe next time you you suggest you go to an anime film in the quad, you know, 
Mm, Maybe get that. And then you get a bond. You slip him a a beer. He gets some liquor in him. And then you're off to the races. There's a rager in the next month. And this kid is so excited for it. You know what I mean? Hmm, so like slowly corrupt him and make him more and make him like what you like more. I guess what I mean to say is um, maybe to meet halfway, you got to go first. You know what I mean? You reach into his little bubble, pull him out of it. You know what I'm saying? He's He doesn't want to be uncomfortable. Maybe you go do something that makes you a little uncomfortable. You go to a weird convention with a bunch of people you don't like. But you know what? Maybe you have a little bit more fun. I'm just saying this is an opportunity. That's all I, I'm saying. I'm not telling anyone to force anyone to drink. <laughs> uh, I'm just t- unless it's unless you're, you know, in the desert and sometimes people, mm. unless you're on a yeah, liquid strike. Saying. Exactly. Then I would force someone to drink water. Um, but anyway, that's for a different podcast. Uh, I don't know what podcast about thirsty people. I don't know. But all that to say. This is an opportunity, Pimothy. I see this as a real opportunity for a new friend. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Meet in the middle. Meet in the middle and have a real kind of uh, classic college roommate bonding experience. Exactly. Anything else you want to add? Um, Anything else for Pimothy? No. no, I think we got it. Pimothy, we love you. Uh, get good grades. Stay in school. Stay in school. School's cool. All right. <laughs> Sorry. I shouldn't say school's cool anymore. I Every time I say it, I expect people to burst into applause, but nobody does. All right. We got one more letter here. Alana, are you excited? Are you are you still with me? I'm still here. I can't. I'm so sad that there's only one more letter. I know. I know. But this is, I, seriously, this is a bit of a long one. So I'm sorry. This is a bit of a journey. Here we go. This, this is coming in from Chicken DiCaprio, uh, all the way from Woman, Manitoba. And Chicken says this, <clears throat> Dear Advice by the Fireplace, My wife and I just moved back to her hometown. We live in Canada. Weed is fully legal here. I like to make weed butter and cook with it. I make brownies or fudge, and my wife, my wife and I both partake. Well, her not so much right now, because she's breastfeeding. My wife insisted that we give her mom a key for emergencies. I disagree, but I lost the vote. So we talked about it, and I said I was fine with it, but but it was only for emergencies. She wasn't to use it or come over and clean up or anything like that. Her mom agreed, and we gave her a key. Well, she followed the rules for about two months. My wife is out of town in the city for a weekend visiting friends. Since it is a two-hour drive to that side of the city, she's just staying there. Uh, I came home last night and found my mother-in-law high as a kite in my living room. She decided that since my wife was out of town, I needed a home-cooked meal. One thing led to another, and she found some fudge. She was so high, all she was doing was staring at the TV. Indica will do that to you. I called my wife and laughed my butt off. She's giving me hell for letting her mom get high and for laughing at her mom. My mother-in-law is currently resting in the guest room. My wife's stepdad came to get her but she's not moving. We had a few beers together and watched the Jays game. She came into our home and ate my stuff without permission. I'm not really upset. She's just, she is super helpful and she's always been nice to me. I just think it's hilarious, but my wife says I'm a jerk for laughing at her mom. What do you think? Love, Chicken DiCaprio. Sorry, that was a mouthful there. Wow. That is hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, look at that. Well, uh, hmm, what's the, what, where are we, October or April 20th? Oh, good one. First one, yeah. thanks. Yeah, that's all I had the, planned. The mother-in-law, sure, she doesn't even know what day it is because she's so high. <laughs> exactly. Time is a flat circle to her. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I already just off the top have to say I can I, I totally agree with the writer that this is just hilarious and how could you not laugh at this situation? Mm. Um, but I do feel bad because maybe the wife she she can't she's breastfeeding right so she yes. maybe she's a big big stoner and she's sad that she can't mm. uh, partake and then now it's kind of like rubbing it in her face you know. Well, let me ask, is, let's just get the basics out there. Is he at all responsible for this misunderstanding? I don't think he's responsible because, I mean, I guess he, I guess knowing that the the mother-in-law had a key and could come in, he could have been more careful by labeling it in big Mm -hmm. letters, you know, right? Like, there's pot in here. Um, But... The mother-in-law kind of acted like he didn't know she was going to use the key. The mother-in-law yeah. should have warned him and said she was coming over before. And then he could have put the fudge away or just said, hey, look, don't eat that fudge, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. It seems, if I were to, if I'm reading this letter correct, it seems like she got the key. Two months went by without her coming over. And then the first time she came over, this happened. Right. So I don't and she even... coincidentally came over while the daughter, while her daughter, the wife, was out of town. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. I wonder what percent, because he needed a home-cooked meal, apparently. Hmm. Hmm. Likely story. Well, yeah. No, I don't There's know. no mention. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I honestly, I don't think this guy, I mean, I don't think he's responsible for what his mother-in-law eats when she breaks into his house. You know, what if she came over? What if she opened the key? I mean, opened the door with the key, walked in, went to to the jewelry box, swallowed an earring, choked. Yeah. Is that the the daughter's fault for not labeling a caution choking hazard on her earrings? Right, exactly. Like, do they want it, like, instead of baby-proofing the house, they need to be, like, grandma-proofing the house. Mother-in-law-proofing. I know it's insane. So I think on that level, you have nothing to worry about. But on on a decency level, look, we all like to laugh at the the high. (laughs) We laugh when when a cat has catnip and donks his head on the floor. But I think the wife is upset at the laughing of the mom more than the weed eating misunderstanding, you know? Right. And for that, it's like, maybe you don't laugh at people. Look, I laugh at everyone. I just point and I laugh and I hold my belly and I shake it and I laugh, but people don't like that. Hmm. You're right. It's not nice to laugh. Um, and maybe it doesn't really say, but maybe, I mean, the, the thing is the mother-in-law seems like, pretty chill and like mm. she had a good time she watched they watched the game it seems like she had a good time but maybe she's maybe she didn't maybe she's really distressed by the incident and in which case yeah it's not nice to laugh and even if your wife is upset you know people who are upset like they don't want other people just laughing when they're upset they want a little a little compassion mm-hmm. but on the flip side look uh just between you and me uh, chicken it was pretty funny i bet 
That's pretty funny. It sounds hysterical. I mean, look, uh, the few times I've seen, look, I don't want to out her on this, but the the times I've seen Mom Lila uh, stoned, it was pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, I will also just uh, say that that uh, one time, my friend, uh, I won't say her name, but she, she called me in a in a panic, and she's like, I don't know what's wrong with me, like everything seems weird, and I don't feel well, and I was like, okay, I'll come over, and she was at her other friend's house, and we were, I, I opened the door, and I'm like, are you stoned? And her eyes were like bloodshot, and she's like, no. I'm like, well, what have you been doing? And she's like, I just went into Nikki's, oops, I said a name, I just went into Nikki's freezer, and I opened the freezer, and there was a brownie in the back, and I ate the brownie. And well, what do you know? It was a pot brownie, and yeah. um, I I laughed at her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, I, I I agree. I mean, it's that's a talk about tropes. That's a classic sitcom trope, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Movie yeah, trope. Uh oh. Grandma ate the thin. Now she, you know, took her dress off. Let's cut cut away. You know. Right. We should. I mean, I don't know if it's a classic trip, but we should write a, an episode of something with this with this plot. Mm, OK. What TV show has a prominent grandma figure in it or mother-in-law? Everybody Loves Raymond? I bet they did that. Oh, Everybody Loves Raymond. Yes. I guarantee there's an episode. And the, where, yes. Uh, Deborah's definitely going to be mad. Yeah. I guess Ray is mad because Deborah laughed at oh, Ray's right. parents. I'm I, again. I have no idea if this is true, but if we're writing this, well, that's if we're, what would happen. Are we going to write a spec right. script tonight? This is exciting. <laughs> Can't wait. Oh my god. Yeah, Robert's okay. going to come over and he's going to partake in the in the mm-hmm. weed brownies and. That's true. I one bet the parents. To another. I bet the parents are going to be real giggly, but not him. He's going to be real long faced about it. Stone cold. Stoned cold. Am I right? That's the perfect line to start the script with. Oh, I was going to say, I thought you were going to say end on as if you wanted to leave. <laughs> but um, we are coming in for a close here. We only have a few minutes left. I don't want to keep you too long. These phone bills go out of control. Is there anything else you'd like to say to Chicken DiCaprio? I think just, you know what, like maybe it was funny, I agree with you, but in this case, just just do a little something nice for your wife, apologize, and move on. I completely agree. Apologize. You can even apologize to your mother-in-law, say, oops, you know, maybe sneak in, if you have to, sneak in, uh, well, maybe don't eat my food willy-nilly next time, but also say, hey, I, yeah, sorry that happened, I don't know, look, I don't know, I'm, I'm confused about this. I'm taking your lead here. Yeah, I think just, you know, don't laugh when the wife's around. You could apologize to the grandma, to the mother-in-law, uh, but just, uh, you know, also give a little, hey, we're bonded now. We're, you and me, we're, we're homies now after this incident. That's very true. We can make it a running joke. You go, hey, uh, you know, uh, there's a new uh, reggae artist coming to town. Mother-in-law, me and you were going together, right? I don't know, not to associate reggae with weed, but you know what I'm trying to say here. Yeah, this will go into the family lore for yes, sure. Yes, exactly. Alana, thank you. You did it. We did it together. Chicken Thanks. DiCaprio, we figured it out. Is there anything else you would like to say before you go? I mean, I always ask. I should warn people, but I do ask for plugs. If our wonderful listeners want to check you out on the internet, live in person, where can they find you? 
Yeah, they should go to my website uh, Um That's where all my, my new good articles come mm. out. And, where have you been writing? Can uh, I ask you before? Where uh, articles? Give me an example. What have you been working on lately? Sorry to put you on the yeah, spot. I, no, I, the thing is I haven't been working on too many uh, mm. articles lately, but when they do come out, I put them on there. But Incredible. I've written, yeah, I've in the past, I've written for like the Toronto Star, Global Mail, Vice, Woo. MTL Blog. Oh my God. Uh, so keep an eye out. This is incredible. And I'll post my, I have some comedy spots coming up as well. I will post them on my social media. So that's just uh, at Atlanta Belfer on Instagram and Twitter. And let me tell you, I'm not just saying this. You're going to want to see her live. One of the best. One of the best writers. Great comedian. Uh, and I'll say it. One of the best Advice by the Fireplace guests. Wow. That is a dream come true. I mean, immediately top five. Top three, I think. Number one, I'll have to sleep on it. I'll have to see how I feel afterwards. What about top two? The top two is the episodes I did by myself. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't know. I don't actually have a top. Everyone's tied for number one. All my guests are my children. So how do you feel about that? I'll be one of your children. Why didn't you invite me to Thanksgiving? This is classic, (laughs) classic father. Look, I'm just saying uh, you could pick up the phone. Um, Speaking of pick up the phone, you did pick up the phone. And thank you very much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. It was a blast. I'm so happy to hear that. Uh, We're going to say goodbye. Have a wonderful night. Take care. Bye. Bye -bye. (laughs) Bye-bye. (laughs) Bye-bye. And that was Alana Belfer. The great Alana Belfer. Did you hear those credits? Globe and Mail. Vice. Not like these lame comedians we have. Oh, I performed at the Chuckle Hut. No, she's writing articles. That are read by the elite and Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa follows Alana on Twitter, okay? And if she doesn't now, she's about to. Because I'm going to tweet at her. Okay, we got to go to a break. We got to hear some ads. We have a very special celebrity endorsement. And we're going to be right back with the third and final part of Advice by the Fireplace. Oh, and I won't play my opening theme again. (laughs) Sorry about that. So let's go to a break, and we'll be right back in just a minute with more Advice by the Fireplace right after this. One of the most important things to remember about electronic music is that it's for everybody. Which is why I'm inviting everybody to come listen to Still Rivers with me, Marley. We're exploring house, UK garage, jungle, D&B, electronica, IDM, but that's a really silly genre name, and the small section of uh, Vaporwave that I can play without totally getting into trouble. Thursdays at 9pm on CJLO 69am. See you there. Hey, this is Tegan and Sarah, and we'd rather be listening to CJLO on 1690am. I love AM. Who doesn't? Yeah, I don't know if they can put that on the radio. I won't regret saying this, this thing that I'm saying. 
Quebec Music Parallel is proud to present Rebetica by Andy Moore from the X with Yanis Kyriakides. Also featured, the Bozzini Quartet with Andy Moore performing Yanis Kyriakides cassettes. It's all happening live in downtown Montreal at the Espace Orange in the Edifice Wilder at Blurry and St. Catharines. Show happens on October 16th at 7.30 p.m. Tickets available on the Espace Orange website. A CJLO co-presentation. What up, what up? This is Classified. You're checking out CJLO. CJLO. 16.90 a.m. CJLO. 16.90 a.m. You heard Classified. Canadian rapper. Extraordinaire. Hey, has... By the way, advice by the fireplace. We're back. Has Nair ever... The hair removal product, Nair, have they ever used as a tagline? Uh, the hair remover extraordinaire? <laughs> that one's free, Nair. But the next one... That'll cost you. We're back. We just had Alana Belfer, incredible guest. I, before we end the show, we only have a few minutes left, but I, I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention a very special event happening very soon. Is this a one-day event? No. Oh, so it's two days. <laughs> Keep going. Three? Uh-uh. Boost it up. Four? Mm-mm. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I think eleven. Oh my god! CJLO's funding drive. That's right. We are doing a funding drive here at CJLO sixty ninety. I talked about it last week. I'll talk about it next week, and then the week after that is the funding drive episode. This is very exciting. CJLO is trying to raise, and I'll say the amount. I'll say it. I'll say the number. They're trying to raise five thousand and five hundred dollars. For a new studio. Brand new. Look, I we know. You can hear the fire roaring in the background. I've caused a lot of damage here to CJLO. With all my soot. With all my ash. Soot and ash both sound kind of like swear words. But they're not. I could say them on the radio. Ass. I mean... <laughs> I see now why I thought ash sounded like a swear word. <laughs> And I apologize for just saying ass. Oops. Jack. I'm talking about a donkey. No, I'm talking about the CJLO funding drive. Ah, this is exciting. We want to raise $5,500 for new equipment. We want, to, we want to make sure that we have the best microphones, the best little buttons to press. I pressed a button the other day. It shocked me. We got to update that button. That's going to cost $5,500. I think this is so doable. There are so many. This Now I'll be sincere, just for a second. There are so many incredible shows at CJLO. I'm hoping that every single show, including this one, gets a couple of people to give a couple of bucks. And we're going to hit it, baby. We're going to hit this goal. There's prizes. If you want to donate to CJLO, you can get like a tax write-off. You can, you can, it's like, 
you're it's like you're getting paid to pay us which is incredible all kinds of incredible uh prizes what's the word i'm looking for things to donate different tiers and levels and when you donate go to cglo.com slash donate and you could tell them dan lila sent you That'd be great. I sincerely like CJLO. I really like what they do here. I like that they let me in. Because a lot of places don't let me in. I'm shaking the doorknob back and forth. The door's locked. I'm thinking, well, maybe if I jiggle it more. Nope. Permalock. But CJLO's kind to the DJs. They treat a person right and I'm not just saying this because I want those prizes for DJ with the most money brought in. I think they have a golden tiara for the person who gets a lot of donations. And I don't care about that. I sincerely want CJ Lowe to thrive. And if I'm and if I move to Washington State, or if I move to Washington, DC. And CJ Lowe's in my rear view. I'm still going to love it. For everything they do. For all the people. That's why I thank them every week. Like I'm going to do right now. Allison for getting me in. Chris. Calvin. Franchella. Some of the greatest people in the world. So CJ Lowe slash donate. It's starting October 20th. You can donate now, of course, but the proper funding drive is October 20th all the way through Halloween. (laughs) That was like a spooky laugh, I think, but it wasn't. That was just annoying. (laughs) I want to thank Corey Gandall for his incredible theme music that we play each and every week. And I played it twice now. Just getting a little extra. (laughs) Hey, enjoy that time in the spotlight. But most of all, I want to thank each and every you. Each and every you. A a capital U. A lowercase u. Thank you to you, the listener, for listening. I'll tell you what happened to me very quickly before we get off. I was out in the world talking it up talking it up and somebody said excuse me this is true this is completely true excuse me do you host advice by the fireplace the podcast and i almost pooped i pooped my i pooped inside but i didn't poop out i couldn't believe it that's the most exciting thing look i've been doing stand-up for like 45 years every so often someone say hey i saw you at the chuckle fest which is next door to the chuckle hut you were bad. And I go, oh, thanks. Always nice to meet a fan. This person's a listener, okay? If you're listening to this, ma'am, I'm still talking. Look, I'm talking about you on air. That's how much of a, a mitzvah you just did. Not just. This was a little while ago. So, folks, there's listeners. If you're listening to this, you're not alone. Because there's officially one other one. And Alana said she listened, so that's two. <laughs> 
I'm counting my listeners one by one. And folks, I hope each listener is back next week with a very special guest. I got it. I got it lined up already. Oh my god, this guest. I don't want to spoil it, but do funny, funny stuff. I'm I'm already getting um, a corset because my gut is gonna bust. So I gotta keep it in. I gotta keep it in. <laughs> Blew out the mic. Sorry. We're very excited for the funding drive in two weeks. We hope you can make it. We hope you listen to all the fine programming at CJLO, October 20th through the 31st, but even before that and afterwards. We want to we want to meet our goal. Have you met our goal? He's a good guy. I'd like to meet him one day. Shake his hand. Mr. Goal? And he'll say, please, call me R. Mr. Goal was my father's name. Folks, I'll let you in on a little secret. I have to pee so bad. And there's 33 seconds left. This has never happened to me before. I'm almost standing up. Can you tell in my voice that I'm bursting? Maybe that's not a good thing to say on the radio. But we're all about honesty. Here at CJLO 1690 Advice by the Fireplace. We'll catch you next time, folks. Have a wonderful night. Have a great week. I love you. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Caring is sharing Your heart's desires In conversations by the fire With Dan, Lila, Karen We'll see you next time